Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Out of Our Depth podcast, where we are well and truly out of our depth. <laughs> I am your host, Matt. And I'm Liam. And this podcast is all about cars, our life experiences, good stories, and a lot of things we don't understand. We hope you enjoy. Hello, everybody. People of the internet, you'll be glad to hear that we're not hungover this morning. <laughs> For a change. Mm. I've got my wonderful cup of coffee. I've got a massive bucket of it. Oh, exactly. And we've got plenty of stuff to address this week. And that's all that matters. Uh, starting, actually. So I was listening to last week's podcast, like the cool person I am. Very cool. And, of course, I came across a section where you recommended Alphabet to me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm telling you now, what is that song? <laughs> that's not. <laughs> but it, it's, it's very 2008, right? I mean, yeah, it suits the time period. I'll give you and, that. But... And did you forget about that song? I don't think I ever listened to that song. Really? I think it's quite, I don't know, popular at the time. I reckon I mean, if anybody else listened to it, they'll probably be like, oh my God, yeah, I remember this trash. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a change of theme to start with the, start with the music, but I, I just loaded up my notes that I made for the week for this podcast, and that was the first thing I wrote down was Alphabet, WTF. <laughs> <laughs> but then I also wrote down some song recommendations of my own. Okay. So as you know, probably for a long time ago, I was a big fan of Foles. Oh, yeah, good choice. Um, I, I hate their new stuff. Ugh, oh. not a fan. But through all my studying, my time spent in the library, I've been listening to only really two songs by them on repeat. One's called London Thunder, and one is called Give It All. That's my recommendation for you listeners this week. Very slow, meaningful. London Thunder, listen to, good, good choice. Stuff. Yeah, you know what? That car on the motorway at night, full volume, full bass, that slaps. <sighs> nice. And to be fair, if I... I Probably cry most times it comes on, so that's fine. <laughs> Straight yeah. emotional. Yeah. Deep. yeah. Love it. Yeah, oh, you got to hit it early. Anyway, right. Let's move past emotion. Okay. Let's talk about Formula One. <laughs> Listeners, you have been warned the Formula One section is starting now. <laughs> yeah. So obviously, oh Liam God. is testing. Take it away. Uh, okay, there's so much. And like, I, I've not been sad. So um, testing started on Friday. And I had work. I was hoping I'd just be working on some Excel sheets and have it on in the background, but I was on calls all day. So I caught, caught like two hours maybe. And That's more than I caught. Watched a bit more yesterday. I haven't seen any today on Sunday when we're recording. Um, mm. But I've got a good idea <laughs> of where things are going. It is quite sad, to be fair. Like nothing's sad in actually terms of... happening. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's almost a full day of TV coverage. Of these yes. cars literally just being tested on track for our listeners who hate Formula One. And basically all they're doing is testing on different parts they've made, like gauging how the car's performing on different tires, long runs, short runs, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But yeah, I just, I don't know yet. Yeah, the TV coverage must be like pretty dead. Yeah. Well, like they, they do their best. So like they've got a couple of sets of commentary teams that they'll switch between. Um, so it's not just the same guys for all eight hours, which I think helps freshen it up. Yeah. Because... Um, Imagine you just like the two of you stuck in a commentary box for eight hours a day talking about like, because at most there's about five cars on track at once. So there's not a lot going on. So oh. they'll talk, if there's something interesting on track, obviously they'll talk about that. Mm. But it's also about mm. like the season gossip and other stuff like that. Or you so, know, a little bit of roasting whoever else, you know, is in the commentary So are they limited to five cars on track during testing? Or it could, could we theoretically have all 20 out? Um, so I think it would be limited to 10 because I think each team is only allowed to run one car at a time. Oh, so, so that's why you see like each team will split it into like 
Friday oh, is just going to be uh, trying to think of a team that only did one. Like Val- on Valtteri will yeah. be out on Friday. Lost his, most of his time. Lewis took Saturday. Yeah, I think Mercedes like has split it, it, but yeah, that brings yeah. us on to another topic. But yeah, so it, it, they'll <laughs> split it into morning or afternoon or like just a whole day for one driver. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and of course, um, like teams like Williams, they've got Roy Nassani in there. And in, to quote <sighs> you directly, Liam, he's hot trash. <laughs> Tell me about that. Um, I remember his uh, FB1 sessions from last year where he was like spinning out and going very slow. Uh, and he's not even their proper reserve driver. Jack Aiken is still Williams' reserve yeah. driver for this year. And so, he's in Bahrain, right? He's Jack's in Bahrain at the moment. Um, I don't actually know, but potentially, because it, yeah. it'll be there for the race, I'm sure. Yeah. Just in case I mean, presumably on. age comes into it. Maybe Roy has a bit more experience, can pick no. up a bit more than someone who's younger. No, he's just got a, a dad who's very, very rich. Fuck. <laughs> that I, must be sick. <laughs> I, I have a sneaking suspicion this is like a hangover from like uh, when Claire was in charge and they were desperate for money. Because... Mm. You know, and there's sort of clause in a contract somewhere yeah. that demands I don't think Nassani's like any future star in F1 who just paid a lot of money to get like some time in an F1 car and back when Williams really needed that yeah is my I mean because there's only three yeah. days of testing and you've handed over a third of that to a, an inexperienced rookie driver he hasn't got mm. like a, a super license so he can't race in F1 yet that's tragic that really yeah. is, it's, but I mean, I've so I've great. so I've of course only been seeing like the highlights that Formula One have been putting on YouTube because I don't actually have my Sky subscription at the moment. It's the proper bet, probably probably the best way to watch it. Yeah, it's con- it's condensing a whole day into five minutes for me, and that's fantastic. Yeah. That's exactly what I need at like half one in the morning when I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> it's five minutes of condensed information. But um, they were saying that Williams are actually looking, you know, pretty good. Like they may have made a bit of a step this year. I know, I know, testing is very precarious in what you can draw from it but yeah so like what from what i can gather they're looking at essentially how easy it looks to drive for what whatever speed they're doing so uh, the fastest time i've seen so far is today with paris which is a 130.1 and that's three seconds this- <laughs> slower than uh pole was last year yeah. was so this an idea. with or without the engine cover <laughs> that's, that's not good is it yeah um so saturday uh, Perez was overtaking somebody on the, the start finish straight and it, it looked from the angle it was being shown at that he like might have clipped back of I think it was Giovinazzi and like carbon fiber went everywhere but he just like moved out to overtake him and like the turbulent air hit him and it just shredded his engine cover yeah and that's which quite is, I've never seen that no and that's probably the most sensitive of the car to be area of the car to be revealed like teams don't want to show that stuff yeah, I bet Mercedes loved it. <laughs> but then again, I guess, I mean, of course, Aston Martin probably loved it. I think everyone except for, like, Haas were, like, trying to get a little little nosy. Haas just don't care. Yeah, they've given up. It's, it's honestly, Checked I know out. we talked about this last week, but it's just really, like, upsetting to keep seeing it, especially because you've got Mick, Mick Schumacher, of course, son of Michael Schumacher in the car. Yeah. I, I wasn't telling you you that, Liam. I was telling the listeners yeah. that. I don't, sorry, <laughs> I, I'm just agreeing with you. Like, I know this man. You have a stroke or something? Huh. Schumacher. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> this is very familiar. Young up-and-coming talent. Never yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, speaking of Schumacher and Ferraris, what do you think of the lime green on the back of uh, the Mission Winner logo? Back of Ferrari. Yeah, I, I think a million outlets have covered this already, but like last year, they weren't allowed to have that branding on the cars in any of the races. Oh. So... Interesting. The suspicion is they've just done a, like a really standout colour to like get the exposure whilst they can have it on the car yeah. for like livery yeah. reveals. Yeah. 
and I guess the the law is it's me like so Mission Winnow is like a, 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 a maybe like a parent company or something related to Philip Morris right who owns yeah. Marlboro yeah but so I mean you're not supposed to advertise like tobacco products of course no and but the, the, it's just Mission Winnow like surely there's some sort of legacy there that makes like a little bit of an exception um I don't know what because I think specifically it's like nicotine free or like e-cigarettes or something so it's not quite tobacco but it's owned by a tobacco company and mm. yeah just, and of course people yeah. get a bit scared about that right yeah it's not great. it's like the whole russian flag thing but just like same same <laughs> but different same same but different yeah i mean oh i did i know you're always going to kick up a fuss you know you're always going to upset someone in any situation so lime greed has pissed off most of the internet but given mission winnow some great exposure yeah Absolutely. Probably for like a menthol flavored vape. <laughs> yeah. But um, for testing, do you have anything else to add from testing? Um, I don't know. Is there anything? Oh, like, um, so with the new regulations, which essentially chopped off a bit of the floor, I think the only real takeaway is that maybe like they're more sensitive to wind. Oh. Because uh, it's been quite windy on track and there's been a fair few people spinning. Mm-hmm. Like in similar conditions to that they mm-hmm. faced before at the track and they haven't been spinning kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. But I guess the part of the problem it, really. is I believe there was a sandstorm on Friday, correct? Yeah. That was kind of dramatic to watch. Yeah. Well, well at least it was some excitement, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, th- I mean, yeah, I mean, even to see Hamilton spin and then beach his car was quite satisfying. Yeah. I like that. <clears throat> yeah, to oh, say the least. That, that Because, uh, okay, so, like, the, there's this whole thing that if you want to beat Hamilton, according to Fernando Alonso, you need to come into the season strong because that's okay. the one weakness in Hamilton. He, he starts the season poorly. Okay. Typically. And we've so, seen Bottas do this. We've seen Bottas come yeah. strong before though. So Bottas, I think is like, he's fairly consistent performer. So he, he looks like he's doing better at the start of the year because Hamilton, Hamilton comes in weak. So. Oh, Liam, Siri just came on. Oops. Siri, not, not, not now. And <laughs> 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 then my, my Spotify is playing in my ear. Oh my Lord. Oh my word. There was something no, weird that's... happening in the audio as well there. Sorry about that. If that's that's best with anybody's speakers, what's the listening to yeah. this? Yeah. Well, they might they might have heard some Frank Ocean at some point. <laughs> but Bad we're going to quickly move past that. Sorry. Okay. Let's re- let's rewind approximately a minute. See what, exactly what you're saying again. Yeah. So Hamilton comes into the season week. If you want to beat him, you need to start strong. So like, okay. Best example is 2020 first race. He got that like five second penalty that meant he lost the podium and handled like third place to Lando Norris kind of thing mm-hmm. because he, and he's missing and yellow that, flags that, and stuff like that and so this think, messes with him emotionally which affects his no no it's just like he's not, he's not on peak performance because I don't like other drivers like Bottas will be doing rallying and stuff during the winter whereas I think Hamilton will take his mind off F1 during the off season there's mm. less sort of like which is probably a healthy thing to be yeah. honest i mean oh, i know it's your the job it's your career in the but... end but like mm. it's got to come in strong like, yeah i mean he's probably busy designing police sunglasses and tommy hilfiger clothes <laughs> something like that all, all stuff all stuff that increases your race pace of course naturally liam can i give the can i give the call out the formula one talk is over yeah yeah I don't know why I leant forward to say that, but the microphone's on my head. <laughs> Listeners, Formula One section's over. You may stop skipping. Boom. So, Liam, do you have a topic or would you like me to surprise you with something yet again? Oh, wow. Because you haven't already told me that you've got a surprise mystery topic for me. 
that well, I have no I idea what is, it is. I think this has become a theme, though, and I kind of like it. I just put yeah. you on the spot and we see where we end up. Yeah, that's, that's good. Like last week, last week was like Liam. Tell me a time when you had to learn something because, for lack of a better word, like you fucked up. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway, um, space. The final Liam, frontier. The final frontier. <laughs> these are the voyages. So, no. Okay. Sorry. Go on. Yeah. These are the voyage of the USS Enterprise. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Uh, Star Trek. Every Star Trek. I, well, which is the one with John Luke Picard? Uh, Next generation. I've, I'm on season four of that and I still couldn't remember the title. It's so bad. But anyway, yeah. So obviously, like, space is a hot topic, right? We're, you know, te- well, not Tesla. <laughs> Elon Musk, SpaceX. We've got self-landing rockets. I'm seeing things Virgin about hotels Galactic. in space. There we go. We're on the same page here. Boom. But what I wanted to talk about was a series called For All Mankind. Okay. Have you come across this? No. Then this is perfect. So Liam, so it's an Apple TV series, and basically are you sponsored by Apple. You mentioned not yet, not yet. <laughs> but Apple, if you are listening, we are open to a sponsorship, kind of partnership to plug your show some more. Absolutely. <laughs> right, and then I can get a new Jeep. I like it. Um, <laughs> just clear, honestly, I think that defines who I am. I like measure measure my life in Jeeps. I was like, oh, if I didn't buy a sandwich today, that's like. <laughs> 0.02% of a Jeep I've just saved up for. Hmm. Yeah, but I work in weird ways, so that's okay. that. Anyway, so for all mankind, so basically this series is set off the premise is as if like the space race never like ended, right? Okay. Uh, and I think that's a pretty cool concept. And I definitely never would have come across this unless Wando, my housemate, everyone recommended it to me. I think he's binged both seasons of it in like, you know, space of two days. But basically, so I'm going to start the first episode because I don't think it's a spoiler. And that's all I've watched. But yeah. basically, the okay, Russians got to the moon it. first. They got there two weeks before uh, the United States did, which yeah. is, of course, like, oh, crap, it's a red moon now. You know, they got there first. And it's basically like, at least okay. from what I understand, they go through, like, the troubles of, like, you know, like, we've been put to shame. We now need to rush our mission to the moon. Uh, long story short, is they get, like, Buzz and Neil Armstrong there, but they, like, crash land and basically just make it out alive. And then afterwards, like I think the Russians then send the first female to space, and there was talk of like a like a was it what do you call it like a military base on the moon because of course like the Cold War seems to be perpetuated by this whole like yeah let's move the Cold War to the moon because that makes sense absolutely (laughs) (laughs) rather than just having a good conversation sort it out between you like a good good bunch of blokes let's (laughs) let's take down to the pub have a drink get over it and wait for all of this to blow over yeah right. But no, I just wanted to know your thoughts on that. I feel, I think that's a pretty cool concept because, I mean, space is something that not that we haven't... I mean, I am not the person who's knowledge about what the fuck is going on with space. <laughs> I want to put that out there now. I'm very out of my depth here. Um, but I, maybe I as an engineer, you understand more. But It is an interesting concept because from like historically, so like the, the Russians beat America in every major step into space except for the moon. Mm, mm. so like uh first man of course we got flight into space like orbit of the planet um dogs and cats and women monkeys um monkeys i feel like there was a monkey in space at one point Uh, obviously and like the whole big thing about sputnik being like the first satellite is going around the planet and you hear it pinging what's this all about is it watching us Mm, you know super paranoid that's an interesting thing actually i i was its sole purpose just to send a ping to be annoying because that's a great yeah. play. <laughs> well, it was just like, 
a demonstration you could get something up there and it could send a signal back. So it didn't, as far as ah. we were aware, like it could come out in 20 years' time when they finally declassify it. I don't know, it was sending something else or looking for something, I don't know, or talking to I mean, to what's, your roguish, what's your roguish prediction of what this ping was doing? I don't know. What could... <laughs> It, maybe 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 it was just set up to interfere with like like domestic television signals, but I could just yeah maybe it. yeah it's just <laughs> trying to mess with their communications. That's probably a good guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh. but yeah, I don't so know. Like, it was if, a funky looking thing. If Russia gets the moon first as well, I guess it's like mm. it's the biggest national humiliation because after the moon, there's nothing else within easy reach. Like the difference in the right. distance between the moon and our nearest planet, which is Mars, is like huge yeah like indeed. it's a whole oh, complete yeah. several order of magnitude more complicated so like there's no way of winning so i guess the competition continues on the moon yeah exactly and i don't it's just, i mean like i said i've got a lot more of this to watch but i have almost no free time at the moment between <laughs> crying doing my degree and crying some more yeah um breakdown after most, no, mostly no because of my because of my degree there's a lot of work to be done right now kids um <laughs> but anyway right so i forgot to say this so they sent up uh, a manned mission to almost land on the moon, but to practice the abort procedure. And I don't know if that's actually true in like history, but so basically they were out there like, crap, we could have landed on the moon and been there first, but instead this was a test mission with, you know, minimal fuel. Oh. And that really pissed them off in this show, Liam, really pissed them off. <laughs> I don't know, because especially because you kind of follow the guy who would have been the first guy on the moon and then... Yeah, know. that's probably the conceit cause they, they wouldn't do that, just the effort to get to the moon. You like. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't do I mean, Yeah, it's a bit practice. of a... Yeah, it is a bit, Let's send you 99% of the way, but let's just say, fuck it, press the abort button at the end because we want to know what happens. <laughs> yeah. But, no, great, great series. Space is flipping cool. Mm. Mm. And it if is. you want to go on a complete segue... All right. Have you ever seen a rocket be launched, Liam? Not live. I, I, so I went to Florida when I was like eight or something and went to the Kennedy Space Station or, or mm. Space Center... That's a great fucking day, stuff. Isn't it? But I've got terrible memory, so I can't really remember any of it. So I was at the wrong age to see all this awesome engineering, like huge rockets and stuff. Mm, mm. So when you were there, actually, so of course I've done this exact same most touristy thing anyone does when we go to Florida, <laughs> alongside Disneyland Universal and all the other crap. Yeah. Like go, to, like go to Denny's. I don't know if you've been to a Denny's, but that's the one. Anyone who's listening who, who lives near a Denny's, please go for me and order order a breakfast please <laughs> I, don't, I don't care if it's four in the morning i want you to order a breakfast for me and some really shitty coffee but yeah well that, that you know it's a topic for another American time Dallas. what i like to eat yeah yeah um anyway yeah so we don't know when you were there so obviously uh from what i remember this place kind of starts with like a bit of a tour blah 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 right mm. but then you're in this like room with like a big projector everyone's standing up and all of a sudden it's showing you a space film and then like the projector suddenly goes like transparent and you can see like one of the actual shuttles. I can't remember the name of this specific one. Was that there when you visited? Mate, I can't remember anything, honestly. Oh, so either way, either way. If we basically talk about anything no... about it in my past and the future, it'll be a lot of, I think, maybe, sort of mm. like this. Kind of, I, mm. Yeah, mm. it's real bad. Yeah, well, let me outline this better. So obviously <laughs> space shuttle, multi-purpose, reusable, landing craft, blah, 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 blah. You, you understand the rest. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, basically, but this thing, you know, full size, its nose was parked like almost like one meter behind this massive projector screen. And obviously it goes transparent and lifts up. And that was probably the one of those jaw-dropping experiences of my life. It was flipping cool. Alongside seeing all of this other crap and like, I think they have an SR-71 there. I'm not sure. Ooh. 
Okay. I can't remember. Maybe I'm maybe I'm thinking of Seattle. I'm not sure. I don't know. I've been to a lot of museums. I love a good museum. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So we're in Florida, right? And this is this is, I think this is where my obsession with space started. Yeah. Not that anyone cares, probably not you, but I care. Um, so, so basically, right, we, we got news that SpaceX was launching a Falcon 9. I think they were just sending a satellite up or something like that. All right. And okay. we happened to be in that part of the world at that time. And I was like, holy shit, a space rocket. <laughs> and I guess it's not as probably impressive as like the Apollo missions were when you got that big orange like central rocket and two white boosters. And a, and a, no. no, it's not Apollo. What I'm just all been done before. Space is easy, right? Space is easy. <laughs> but you know what? So then basically, so we, get, we get to, is it Cape Canaveral? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. And I was like, I thought, okay, this is a pretty rogue point in my life and I don't give a fuck about much. But I was basically like, this guy had a deck and it would have been a prime viewing place to watch his rocket. So I basically just knock on these houses trying to find this guy's deck. And this was actually a very cool meeting and I'm probably going to ramble a lot here. So I'm rambling too much, tell me. But basically, well, so I, knock on, I knock on this guy's door and I go, is that your your deck? And it goes right out onto like this, you know, plane of water, whatever. Yeah, and you've got a British <laughs> accent, which helps in America. Like, they think yeah. really educated. Yeah, yeah it's all good. I really sold myself. Thank yeah. you for saying that. <laughs> but I don't know, I had a cap on, it had NASA on it. You, you know the deal. Yeah. I think I had a shirt on that said NASA as well. Those were the days. Nice. Um, before like stuff became mainstream. But we'll, sure. We'll glance You made it anyway. mainstream, right? I must, else is I, <laughs> I must have. But I knock on and I go, hi, there's a space like launch today. And he goes, oh, is there? And I was like, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> it was just a rocket going off a couple of miles from your house, but that's fine. <laughs> but long story short, I was like, can we sit on the end of your deck and watch it? It's like, yeah, sure. And I was like, okay, cool. But then this guy comes out, we get talking to him. This man has been like living here for, you know, like upwards of like 40 years. And he's seen almost like every rocket you know, it's launched in that period. I just didn't care. And I, which I thought, which I thought was pretty crazy because it's a spectacular thing, but I'm sure everyone loses appreciation over time. I'm not sure. Yeah. Like uh, it's all about, you know, the value is in the rarity and like, all right, Liam, I fucking love that. Say that again. <laughs> value is in the rarity. This is like GCSE <laughs> business studies, <laughs> supply and demand with like slightly fancier words. Yeah. So this man, this man's supply of rocket launches has been quite, quite a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Belongs actually. I said the Apollo. What? It, what was the name of all the missions that had like the shuttle attached to the side of them? What was the name of that whole era? Shuttle. You know, like like you know the reusable yeah. space shuttle. Though. Let's call them space shuttles. I don't know. Okay, let's just call. We'll just call them the space shuttle missions, and we'll sure. correct ourselves next week. Yeah. <laughs> or you could like Google it and be like, you could have just typed in thirty seconds, you idiots. That's okay. Liv, do you want to stall for thirty seconds while I look it up? Yeah. No, no, no. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. I could rather than make an absolute idiot of myself. Space. Should I just Google space shuttle missions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is great content. Uh, I love this. You should oh, have like the. They seem, they seem to just be called STS. Maybe. Oh, STS. the space shuttle program? Sure. I don't know. Who cares? Who cares? Honestly, I, Rockets I'm, I'm, I'm not here to know stuff. But long story short, yeah, this guy's basically saying he's sat and watched every rocket launch since then. Mm-hmm. I'm going to close this off because I'm rambling on because this is just a really cool cool thing What from my perspective. Sure. But basically, right, so this rocket's a couple miles away. And then it was really weird because you see a massive ball of light in the bottom of this rocket. Yeah. And, you know, I'm just sat, I'm waiting and I'm like, okay, that's cool. And things moving, but I've still not heard it. Right. And, you know, I shit you not, maybe a minute later, like my organs got fucking blended. <laughs> it was the coolest experience of my entire life. Just see, it was like, you know what? It's like the firework thing, you know, see if I see the light, you hear the sound. But this was like, this times that by a million, then 
then put it on fucking cocaine or something, you know. It was unreal, Liam. And this is this just guy's house, just like, oh, it's yeah, a rocket yeah. launch today. And, and, his, his, and he, this man would probably just be at his breakfast and be like, oh, this pesky, pesky SpaceX is at it again. <laughs> <laughs> just but checking no. the date on his milk, like pouring his coffee, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. I know, honestly, I just, I just couldn't understand why this man didn't care because that was honestly one of the coolest things I'd ever seen. But that's very cool. I'm very happy you've been to Cape Canaveral as well because... Yeah, at least you understand what I'm getting at. Is that space I should go is back again. Cool. I'd like we, Liam. We should go back again and film a podcast live from the fucking Kennedy Space Center. Ooh, but, um, to be honest, mate, I'll, I'll sacrifice this podcast and like set it up as a dedicated space one, <laughs> just for that. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, hello, listeners. We're broadcasting to you live from the top of a Falcon Nine rocket. It's out of our planet podcast. We're renaming it. <gasps> I love that. Yeah, Dude. I. There's a lot of diversification. That Out of our depth is dead. Out of our depth is dead. Oh, Liam, okay. okay. Here's, a, here's a random segue. So I was, I was walking home from Tesco in Rwanda, uh-huh. and we're talking about stuff we want to do in our third term at uni because we've uh, uh, we basically finished our degree in like 10 days. Yeah. And Wonder gives me is like, yeah, man, Definitely. like I'm going to like learn to do Excel, some more SPSS, you know, really increase my... Uh, <laughs> Employability. Uh, I, yeah, yeah, but I, I can't. I can't. Remember, I might have to go get him. I can't remember what he said. It was something like my, my digit, my digital literacy. Oh, oh. <laughs> what a what a term, digital literacy. <laughs> oh, that's that. That's gonna be like a. Oh, I can see that. That's like a buzzword on somebody's CV, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. my dig. I'm proficient uh, in digital literacy. <laughs> and like employment managers are just like, oh my god, not again. What does that oh, even mean? Yeah, <laughs> to be fair, no one knows what it means. <laughs> But this this was like your value of was it rarities in the value values in the rarity yeah well which one is it I said two things there I uh, I mean I guess bit of both it's rare Liam. things are valuable and valuable things are rare <laughs> Liam I'm halfway through a cup of coffee and I've not had breakfast yet so I'm, <laughs> I'm pinging off the walls a little bit here yes so value is in the rarity we'll stick mm. with that yeah I love Trademark that so, <laughs> Liam I've talked enough spring spring a topic on me. Oh dear! Oh lord! Okay, well, I was thinking about jobs this week. I guess Ooh. that's the only topic idea I've got. But so, yeah. Well, so it just seems. How like... about I start us off? Oh, concept. Go for it, ladies and gentlemen. I got offered a graduate job and I turned Ooh. it down because it didn't sound right. So there you go. That's my input. Back to oh, you. That's news. Oh, I I know the job and I know you're thinking about it. That's interesting. Mm, well, okay. Liam, I turned it down. I didn't. Good, good or bad, I've made the bed. Got to lay in it. Not yeah. for me. And I think, like, we've talked about it a lot because I hope nobody from work's listening. Um, <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. Claim it. If, you, if anyone here works at Liam's company, now's the time to switch off or skip forwards five minutes. Thank you. Bye. I love my company. Friendly. <laughs> <laughs> <Andy>. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, okay, we're clear. So we're clear. I, I'm not necessarily in the job that I love the most, surprisingly enough. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, my, my uh, advice to Matt, has been maybe slightly oh. different from a lot of people, I guess. Because, oh. so, I guess where I've got to is because I've done what I'm good at and not necessarily what I enjoy. So, like, Ooh. I think it, it's it's maybe, like, a thought process that not everybody has. Mm, okay. They're just looking for what they're good at. Yeah. So, can I ask you a question? Then? Go for it. Would you rather... I suppose it's like a hindsight thing, obviously. Yeah. So would you rather have waited for the job that you thought was like perfect and be unemployed for like maybe a year after uni? 
or are you happy that you chose what came along in terms of like help me out here by answering that yeah so you, sh- you shouldn't try and do things that already happened in your life because like everything comes from every decision that an experience that you've had so mm-hmm. like everything mm-hmm. good that's happened in your life since a bad thing wouldn't it probably wouldn't have happened unless the bad thing happened mm. and of course these are learning experiences yeah mm. but when I, when I applied to my job I thought I was going to sit out a gap year and I, I, I was okay with that because I wasn't getting many job offers I guess mm-hmm. it was a bit of a struggle as it always is at the end of university it wasn't quite like that Harry Potter scene where there's no post on Sundays <laughs> yeah Sure, whatever that means. What you you know the one with the fucking the letters are coming through like the chimney, the door, they're coming up the toilet, you know. <laughs> it... Oh, oh, okay, like it's off yeah. at Hogwarts. Okay, I got you. Yeah, it was oh. not that. So I perhaps they could have been clearer. <laughs> no, it's all good. I've got the mental image now. Maybe people were ahead of me. And I've just been a bit slow. <laughs> Go ahead. But yeah, I think. So I thought this was going to be a good job, and I think you've got to learn that. So you've got to have that experience to realize it wasn't the best opportunity sometimes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And of course, now we're applying to Formula One teams <laughs> to be wind tunnel technicians and trackside uh, engineers. Well, yeah. I, so I've applied to a fair few jobs and they've, it's been lots of weird, different things, but it's not been a lot of job applications in the grand scheme of things. So it's mm. been like, I'm only going to apply for stuff that I'm actually interested in. Uh, they're also very tedious to do yes which is the main thing so like there's no point in putting yourself through a lot of stress and mm-hmm. work just mm-hmm. to apply for something like not really interested in this yeah but the the, the wind tunnel technician so i got to interview stage at red bull uh, t- technologies somehow for one of their wind tunnel technicians before <laughs> they realized that maybe i wasn't quite competent enough for that but it's <laughs> I mean, kind of fake it till you make it. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Day two on the job, they still don't know that I don't know what a wind tunnel is. But but it was bit... <laughs> they did ask some questions. I was just like, I, I honestly I don't know. I, I can't yeah. answer that. I, yeah, and just have like I I'll, I'll make I'll read textbooks or something before I get to the job. It, it didn't go didn't go well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, whatever. I mean, they're there to put you through hell. I mean, yeah. they. Put probably have so many applications so it's pretty sick that you got an interview anyway yeah and I, I just applied on like a whim like they're never gonna get back to me um yeah because it, but it's, it's probably like a yeah. feel-good thing i mean you know okay i've done something proactive here i've sent out an application and see what happens yeah or there's peaks and valleys and all of that because like gotta get i gotta get in the right right, right mindset to mm. do it and mm, then it's i like, understand yeah mm. it's all over the place to be honest, mate, if we got you a nuke on Modern Warfare 2, oh, slap that on your CV, first geez. line. And we will put like anymore. a little disclaimer said, non-boosted. Not, non-boosted. Not. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get my friend on the other team, like, uh, tactical insertion down just up to 25. <laughs> How fun is it going back and playing old games, though, just as a bit of a rogue segue? I mean, it's, it's, it's weird. It's nostalgic. Yeah, because, like, if you're just playing, like, the Call of Duties in the series as you've done like they just get progressively better and you don't really notice like over time how different they become well speaking of peaks and troughs like you said with job applications i think the call of duty franchise has peaked and troughed a lot oh yeah for sure like i think i missed some of the worst games because i stopped gaming in about uh 2012 2013 and then jumped back on a couple of years ago Mm. so i think i missed out some of the real dodgy games where you're like 
crawling on walls yeah. and stuff. Oh, they got kind of weird, you know, like you've got a bit, a bit too dynamic. Like I want boots on the ground, simple objectives. I don't want a jetpack. I don't want to, you know, I can, I can barely handle parachuting on the current Call of Duty, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, oh my God, who showed you? How do you go down? Like, no, nah, it's a gravity related issue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, um, Nim, I actually didn't know where, where I was going with this. I just wanted to bring up Modern Warfare 2 and perhaps improving your CV with uh, a, a good old kill streak. Yeah. Well, like a diverse <laughs> uh, CV is definitely good for job applications, but I'm not sure mm. putting Got a Nuke on Modern Warfare 2 is going to get you in many places. I mean, to be fair, the purpose of a CV is to get you an interview. The rest is up to you. So if you, I reckon oil, it might make you stand out. In a good way? Probably not. <laughs> but I did see something interesting, actually. So... For people here, I grew up in Warrington. An uh, old friend of mine I used to bike with. He you know, reposted a Guardian article. His brother or something, like, so if someone came out of a book, some, some you know, someone who's a big deal, but mm. this guy didn't have a Wikipedia page. So this guy just, I think out of fun in his class, made a Wikipedia page and emailed it to him. And this guy got offered a job just for making, like, a, a Wikipedia page for this, you know, very important businessman. Okay. How rogue is that? So, I mean, you can't say that, putting I got a new come on with Tony CV won't work for the right person. That is a good point. But also like I feel if you do something <laughs> rogue and weird the first time, like if you're the person who did it the first time, you'll get Yeah, of course, of course. Work. After that it'd be like, I've seen this before, this is a bit weird. Go away. <laughs> yeah, stop writing Wikipedia pages about <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I thought that was very cool. It's a, yeah, I don't know. It's opportunities come out of nowhere, right? So yeah. I mean, back to applying to jobs, I think applying yeah. to things on a whim or if you're feeling good about it one afternoon is not a bad thing no as long as you recognize that each application takes plus like an hour and a half <sighs> drains you yeah yeah which is really rogue actually because i mean i turned down this job but i did put hours and hours and hours of work into it despite me knowing in my head it wasn't the job for me but it was just the only one i'd applied to because i was bored it, it i guess mm. it's like because you can apply online to everything now it just means like the supply of job applications for companies is so high. They've got to make it mm. hard. Yeah. Because yeah. there'll be so many oh. stages where they're just like wiping off half the people who applied for like the smallest reasons because they've yeah, got to get it down to a reasonable number. Of course. But I mean, if it says something here, I presented the wrong thing. Yeah. So I had to make two <laughs> presentations for these guys, which I thought was very unreasonable given the time frame they've given me in the, my university workload. Yeah. But I did it anyway. And I, I answered the question entirely wrong and I still got to the next interview and still got offered the job. <laughs> I'm not sure their pool of applicants would have been that good if I got through saying <laughs> long story okay yeah. I've got to stop rambling but I gave the presentation and then she asked me to define the term in the question I was like oh no oh no <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh, you actually put it accurate it's, it's, it's a buyer's market is that what you said about it like don't yeah. can do anything yeah. yeah I mean like but still uh, on the assessment day for the job I've got at the moment Ooh. It was mostly good people, but you'd look around and be like, I know what I had to do to get to here. How have you managed to get here as well? You know? What do you mean? Did you give them one look up and down and go like, you're stupid? <laughs> it wasn't one look up and down, but like when you're doing group bits of bobs and you see how they're working in the same environment as you. Like, mm. I think to some extent, people don't always thrive in those environments. I'm usually mm. one of those people, but... Yeah, I know, but you switch like, it on, you know? You put on the Liam charisma. Stupid, yeah, they're saying active, actively stupid things. And there's one guy... He was talking about how how much he... So I don't work for Jaguar Land Rover. I work for an insurance company. But this one guy was talking about how much he loved them and how he'd applied to them and like, 
it'd be great to work for them one day in the middle of this assessment day. For That's this. absolutely what you don't say, right? <sighs> yeah, I just like <laughs> I, I've had to work really hard to get here. Maybe his maybe his mom terrible. dropped him off and said, "Just talk about what you like, honey. <laughs> I'll love you. I promise." <laughs> You'll be amazing, sweetie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Liam, jo- okay, anyone who's still listening, I apologise that we started talking about jobs. I really, I really am. I mean, it's a big part of your life, though. Fuck, it is, eh? It is. Yeah. Unless you're my dad say- and now you just look after the dogs full time. <laughs> oh. Oh. Shout out to my mum and dad because they nearly listened to this. Yeah. So, so do mine. I think that our parents might be 50% of the audience, but... <laughs> Liam, I saw that someone was listening in India. If you're this person listening in India, can you please DM us at Out of Our Depth Podcast on yeah. Instagram, please? The, the, the I absolutely want with. to meet you. I actually, yeah. I want you. I want you here as a guest, whoever you are. Yeah, just the the, the rogue locations that are turning up because we can like, oh, we know somebody who lives here. We, uh, we've got family yeah. there. It's just like, okay, this yeah. makes sense. And then India. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's also nice to see that I think uh, I'm hoping it's the people I used to ski with are listening in Australia. Okay. So that's okay. always a good thing. That explains so, that I mean, thing. Yeah, exactly. Right. So I think I think actually a lot of this was inspired and we'll do a little a little plug here. But it's called uh, it's a podcast called Move Freely and it's done by a friend of mine called Harry. And I can't remember the girl's name, but she's very good at articulating herself and talking unlike us. But go give that a listen, guys, because it absolutely slaps. Yeah, it, it, it was uh, recommended reading for me when we were setting this up, so I, I gave the first couple episodes a listen. It's, mm, mm. it's nice, chill stuff, and they're a bit more organised and professional than this. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? I'm pretty sure they're sponsored as well, which is sick. Yeah. <laughs> but no, we talk about some great things. I could probably load it up to round off this podcast. But I know I just think they address a lot of cool, like, cool topics. I mean, like, like I mean, I'm going to be honest with you, not touching on space. I'm, I'm telling you that now. <laughs> No, no. Space is purely our, our domain, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if I can find some sort of bio. Oh, okay. Your go. host, Harry and Sophie, are here to have a discussion about how you can make space. Oh, my God. They Ooh. have the word space in there. Oh how you can make space in your market. life. <laughs> how you can make space in your life to go after what you want. They unpack what it means to move freely through conversations with each other and their guests about mindset, travel, and career. By listening to this podcast, you will start to notice opportunities around you that you and oh sorry that you may otherwise have missed. There we go. Oh yeah, okay. All right, let's replug their sponsor as well. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> we're not, we're not being paid. But yeah, the point is, give, go give it a listen, guys, because it's good. That's my recommendation for this week, alongside London Thunder and Give It All by Falls. Good choices. Anything else you want to round off with, Liam? Give the users of an amazing song. <laughs> But not I don't want to. I, it's 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 a sad week. So I was on a three month Spotify premium trial, and it oh. came to an end yesterday. So it, I don't want to talk about music. Liam, you've realised you have a job, right? Yeah, I don't like paying for things. I wish I had that attitude. <laughs> so it's your recommendation to users just don't pay for things. Yeah, if you look after the pennies, the pounds look after themselves. That's amazing. And anyway, that's guys, how you buy yourself a new car. <laughs> Liam. Liam. <laughs> Oh my god. Liam, plug plug the social medias right now. <clears throat> so it's Go. at Out of Our Depth Podcast on Instagram and at Out of Our Depth One on Twitter. Give us a follow, engage with us, and like we'll put some random stuff up and hopefully make you laugh. No, Liam, you're very good at that. Not that these users care, but Liam is basically like head of social media, head of financials, head of everything except for like I mean all I do is sit here and look good. Head of content. I'm he- head of ideation. 
Are you flirting with me? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Liam, not on a pod, not, not live. After, okay. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> It's also Sunday. I don't like to be flirted with on Sundays. But thank you very much for listening, guys. Yeah, thank you very much, guys. Cheers. I hope you've enjoyed our rambling. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time. Bye. Until next time.